Do I got waves? You got waves. Do I got waves? I got waves. Oh, they're so small. <laughs> See the baby waves. Baby waves. <laughs> baby waves. <laughs> It's Morgan. It's Megan. And, and we're in. And she's back. I'm back. Yay. Oh, Garrett did such a good job in my absence. Wow. He's just jumping right into it, eh? Yes, because right. I wrote down notes oh. from when I listened to the episode. I was you ready to get fucking read to hell, Garrett? Oh, girl. Should the library's in. open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even wearing my glasses. Oh my I feel Neither so unprepared. <laughs> Shit, we're blind. <laughs> The blind reading the blind. Oh, God. <laughs> he he does need glasses, actually, so. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, he just never wears them because he doesn't like them. Garrett. You're going to fuck your eyes up more, dude. Calling you out, boy. <laughs> okay. So, I loved when you said it's not Morgan instead of Garrett, and Megan just told me that was your idea, so. Yeah. Oh, awesome. true. I guess we should have talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, that was entirely his idea. He, I told him to say it's Garrett, and he was like, can I say it's not Morgan? And I was like, you absolutely can't. <laughs> He's so cute. Um, this one's uh, right for you, Megan. I'm actually pissed about this note. So you said let's get to the meat of the episode. Oh. You've shamed me for saying that before. Have I? <laughs> yeah, I've said that and you were like, ew, what's wrong with you? And I was like, sorry, bro, I guess it's too much. And then you said it with Garrett there. Oh, and my God. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking for real? Bitch. I was That's so actually pissed. super funny. Maybe I was just making it for your absence. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, so the last two are more just like emotional, oh. not like super emotional. Don't, don't no, worry. No, that's fine. Um, I totally thought Megan fucking told you I wasn't going to be there, Garrett. Uh, I'm really <laughs> sorry because I knew that Megan was getting her notebook, uh, before she got it. Cause oh Garrett, my God. Se- Garrett sent me pictures and I was like, oh my God, she's going to love it. And I literally was messaging him and I was like, should I mention something about me not being there? I was like, ah, Megan's probably told him, like, if he hasn't messaged me about it now, then whatever. Uh, And then on the podcast, he's like, I didn't know she was going to be here, and I wanted a hug, and I almost started crying. Yeah. I felt so bad. He was like, I really wanted a Morgan hug, and I was like, I'm sorry. I felt so bad. I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, I'll I'll make sure that she's here when you come down next, and we'll we'll hang out. Yes. I want to do day drinking with you guys. Okay. Yes. No vodka this time. No. (laughs) You're banned from vodka. Oh, my God. It's still in the house. I keep trying to give it away to people. <laughs> I'm just like, do you want some vodka? Drop it on Dane's doorstep. He'll take it. Oh my God, he will. That boy loves vodka. I'll just get one of those like, you know how you can buy the little lemons and limes? The yeah. like squeezy juice thing? I'll just squeeze a bottle of lime juice in there and be like, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and then my last note was just, uh, I got super like happy when he said I was a goddess. I think you're the real goddess though, Garrett. Aww. You did awesome. Yay. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, boy, did you good. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was weird, but it was fun. Yeah, it was. I could definitely tell that you guys were like having fun and stuff, but it was very weird to be listening to it and not. I don't know. But it was kind of cool <laughs> because it's like maybe I'm not a biased asshole because I truly do love the podcast even when I'm not on it. So yeah. it's like 
you're like maybe it's not just me yeah <laughs> maybe i'm just not that no 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 maybe i'm not the only thing that's awesome about this yeah. i guess is where i'm going with that were you gonna be like maybe i'm not awesome i, I literally was like maybe i'm not that awesome and i was like that's not <laughs> really where i meant to go with that mm. but okay uh the other note that i had was um they didn't mention what the next episode was gonna be nope i realized that afterwards <laughs> and i was like that's cool yeah and i just ended the recording and i was like i yeah <clears throat> uh so this episode is gonna be uh originally we just decided to talk about like our zodiac signs and stuff because our birthdays are close together uh, and this is coming up like right before my birthday mm-hmm. Um, but then Ugh. I also got an idea because Megan, uh, has tarot cards. Woo! So I want her to do a reading for me. She's never done one for me. I've never had a reading before. I've and I thought a part-time I'd... witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be cool to do it on the podcast. And it's kind of goes with the theme of like Zodiac and like things that people think are bullshit, but could actually be true. I like it. And I feel like it uh, weirdly just kind of like showed up and was like, hey, I fit to put in this episode for the long house. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Who am I to second guess that? Exactly. Cool. Yeah. But, but first, first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That was the other thing oh was uh, there's a couple things randomly that like we'd say at the same time, Garrett and I, but it's usually something that you and I would say at the same time on the podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. But he also actually listens to it. So, yeah. I also love when uh, you were t- you were telling the story about it's me <laughs> immediately. First, like okay, I got to derail this podcast like immediately to tell the story, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also feel like um, have we even said it yet? We're doing cupidity, but first no, blah, yeah. blah 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 <laughs> cupidity. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed talking about how Garrett listened to it and then was like, "But like, sorry, you're not our number one fan." Oh that's, my that's god, Nadia. I know. <laughs> that's oh Nadia. no, but you guys said something cute. It was. Oh, uh, so she's our number one fan. He's our letter A fan. Letter A. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. We called, I don't remember what we called them at the time, but we made some joke about Will and Eric and called them the same person. And then we were like, well, they'll be like our, I think it was like DM1. And then we were like, well, we don't want like one to feel lesser than the other. So one's DM1 and one's DMA. Oh. Yeah. And so, so that's just how we referred to them for forever. Yeah. So now it's number number one fan, num- letter, letter A, a fan. fan. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Now we got to send them like t-shirts or something. Yep. I want to find a hat shop where I can get a custom hat made that says what the fluff or something on it mm-hmm. for Mavs. So I feel like we could make them hats. Yeah. Garrett likes hats. I feel like if we sent Nadia, it'd have to be like a baseball cap or something because she doesn't need a toque. Well, that's what I was thinking anyway. Okay, cool. I was like, she doesn't need like a fluffy toque because... My mom yesterday was like, since when were you a hat person? Because I wore this hat to breakfast. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, also, by the way, she had a hard time deciphering what the one hand on the hat is doing. Uh, so this is a hat that I actually got, uh, at a concert for the Front Bottoms a couple years ago. Really? I went, I went with my cousin, oh. Emily. They <laughs> have a, where you got this. yeah, they have a sign called Peace Sign Middle Finger. So I saw the hat and I was like, oh my God, I need it. It's literally just like the Peace Sign Middle Finger of two guys, like yeah. a finger. Hands. Hand. Yeah. Doing it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever. What description. Yeah. Um, but I just never really wore it cause I don't know. I don't look as good in hats as megan does so i just when i was moving and shit and looking through my shit i was like here have a hat yeah i was like morgan actually gave this to me i love that you wore it in public though yeah well because i can only wear my salty hat to work right so if i'm outside of work i usually if i'm wearing a hat i'm wearing this one or my red one but this one's more of a neutral color so yeah nice yeah yeah i kept getting weird looks from all the old people at breakfast i was like i'm 
sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> not sorry at You're all. You're offended by my head. That's your problem. Yep. But anyways, cupidity. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Yep. Three, <clears throat> two, one, go. How much does the sound of a person's voice affect their attractiveness to you? Oh, no. Oh, no. Did my... Oh. Mm-mm. You're someone who is very funny or can never take anything seriously. Would you rather be tied up, do the tie? Okay. We've definitely done that. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm not on the Wi-Fi, so when I updated <clears throat> the, the list, it probably didn't. Oh. Why aren't you on your own Wi-Fi? Uh, because it was fucking up. So, so you're just like fuck you Wi-Fi. Yeah, I've actually been doing that a lot lately since we got our egregious new data plan from Rogers. True. Fucking retarded. Uh, I'm on the Wi-Fi now. Mine still looks the same. Maybe refresh. Oh, yeah, let me pull and update it. Do 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 do. That's not the note I need. There it is. Yep, it is not. What? Oh, oh. Thank you. Thanks. Did it update? There it goes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Take two. Take two. Three, two, one, go. Do you enjoy it when someone uses ice or cold items on you during sex? Um, I've never had that experience, so I don't know. Do you believe contraception is morally wrong? No. When you are cooking, do you closely follow the recipes or do you operate more on intuition? Closely follow the recipes. Fair. <laughs> While in the middle of the best lovemaking of your life, if your lover asked you to squeal like a dolphin to squeal like a dolphin noise during sex, would you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> would you prefer to date someone way dumber than you or way smarter? Those are your only options. <laughs> way dumber or way smarter. Um I feel like either one would be super frustrating mm-hmm. because it's either I'm being mansplained all the time Ugh. or I am doing the mansplaining. <laughs> so it's like, which fucking one? Um, I feel like if the smart person was like not condescending, mm-hmm. I would prefer that. Uh, if they were, because I'm just thinking if they're way dumber, could they not understand like basic logic? Because that would drive me nuts. Like, I don't care if they don't know the capital of whatever, but if they can't understand basic, yeah. like, you know, I guess way smarter. That's really interesting to see the way that you approach that question because it's totally opposite from mine. I oh, would yeah? go way dumber because you can improve on not being smart. You can't really improve on being too smart and being a dickhole about it. But, but I guess it depends on what level of super dumb we're talking. I was going to say some like people some, can't learn. Is this some Forrest Gump shit? <laughs> I would love to date Forrest Gump. That'd actually be really nice. (laughs) (laughs) He's a really nice guy. He is. (laughs) Okay, I stick with my really dumb then, honestly, because, yeah, even if I can't make him, like, smart, smart, I can just, we can have a good time. And, like, honestly, I hate to say this. We can have a good time. But I feel like I'm socially manipulative enough to get him to kind of go along with me, whether it makes sense or not. So, yeah, it works for me. I just don't think I have the patience to do that for like all of time i don't have the patience to not punch a super smart cocky person in the face <laughs> but i i did say if he was not like a super dumb whole dick about it mm-hmm. before you start i have a funny story about the the ice thingy okay <laughs> so i i don't remember when or why it came up a chance at one point asked if i would be down to use ice cubes and i was like no absolutely not <laughs> and he was like you never know man it might be something you're into and it's like dude no i'm not into cold play 
And we both immediately cold. died laughing because I said, I'm not into Coldplay yeah. as in the band. Yeah. And now every time that that topic comes up on like TV or any kind of video or whatever, we're like, listen, man, you might be into Coldplay and not know it. Like yes. contextually, Coldplay might be great. Oh, my God. So I saw that question. I was like, Whoa. I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's never actually come up. And now I'm almost like, like, I like not like you, I'd be willing to try it. I don't know if I'd like it, though. Nah. I feel like it couldn't just be something where like, I can't know what's coming and they just like throw ice on my back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't be like that. It has to be like, I know what's coming. Uh, yeah, I just I really hate being touched by cold things. <laughs> like so, so much. I would be so turned off if you like for someone with super huh. cold hands, that's really funny. That's why I don't like it. I'm cold <laughs> enough, okay? Fair enough. If you got like those little, um, you know, those like hand warmer things where you like crack them and they warm up, they're like self heating, they're little jelly thingies. Not really, but what? Okay, I feel you. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta show you them, but they're cool. And like, if you came out with those and wanted to like give me back my house with those, I'd be like, yeah, cool, warmth. Dope. Warm. If you tried to come at me with some fucking ice cubes and give me back massage. Mm. But not back massage. I'm thinking like, I don't know. Titty massage? I think, isn't that what people <laughs> usually do with ice cubes? Usually, yeah. But also to the opposite end of it, you can, if you came at me with like candle wax or something, I'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. Candle wax, I'm not down. I ain't about that. I'll dip my finger in it and make like a 17 layer weird fingerprint thing on my finger. I ain't about it in a sexual way. Nah. <laughs> And that's nah. mostly just because I don't have many nerve endings that work in my fingers anymore. Do you know what I just realized, though? Uh, technically, I've used a cold item. Oh. I just realized because I was I was trying to think. I'm like, we haven't really done like we haven't really used many things. But yeah. we have used like chocolate sauce and like whatever. Oh, and the sauce was cold. Yeah. It was it in the fridge. Yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> next time we did it we bought new yes. from the shelf but the first time i was like oh shit that's cold but oh, oh shit goddamn it warmed up really quickly i was gonna say but then i i think that's supposed to be the whole thing is like the shock of the cold and then the warmth of like i don't know i assume their mouth or whatever yeah what have you <laughs> what have you <laughs> yeah i think the the contrast in temperature is what's supposed to be like hot about it but like <laughs> i love how you say hot about, hot about it, about it. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. I can hear you munching that ice. Oh, God yeah, damn. man. Fuck. Okay, three, two, one, go. How much do you pr- procrastinate? All the time. Should public masturbation be considered a crime? Yes, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's frowned upon. <laughs> you were offered a choice of free training in martial arts or cooking. Which do you take? Oh, fuck. Can we come back to that? Yeah. Shit. Why do you dress the way that you do? Because uh, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ready for work and your lover wants to get frisky. Does this annoy you? Yep. <laughs> Do you think most people who are happy in relationships are just lying to themselves? Um, I don't even want to say relationships. I think most people that say they're happy are lying to themselves in some capacity or another. Like, you might be happy with some stuff, but you're probably not happy overall. But it's fine. We ignore the... <laughs> you can't even say it the, the crappy bits are like i don't know this is what humans do like, yeah. your brains just automatically do it for you they're like life isn't that bad right now yeah so yeah um the other thing before we go back to the one question <laughs> should public masturbation be considered a crime what? uh <laughs> because in the hangover they say it's not illegal it's like masturbating on a plane it's just frowned upon oh yeah <laughs> yes it should be illegal i isn't like being naked in public illegal I guess if your dick's not out while you're masturbating, you just, like, cram your hand down your pants. Yeah. 
I also feel like I feel like nudity for a female is a bigger deal than for a male. Well, I'm pretty sure if they're walking around with their dick out, they're for sure going to get arrested. Possibly. I think there's like a limit to it where like they need to at least be wearing like shorts slash boxers. Fair. I'm pretty sure we also need to be with that now. I don't think we need to wear a bra anymore. Legally. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> that might not be like here, here, like in St. Catharines or Port Colburn or whatever. But it's like a, I don't know, maybe the States or Canada or something. I remember seeing something about a law being passed recently about that. Yeah. Everyone was like, titties out. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was actually something interesting about that. Um, in So I was telling Megan earlier, uh, Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert, they interviewed someone high up in Instagram. Um, and Dax asked him about the whole, like, reporting the nipple pictures because mm-hmm. he was like my wife Kristen is very like free the nipple and I'm very free the nipple so like <laughs> why aren't you free in the nipple like oh my god and he basically said it was because it comes down to age and consent because you mm-hmm. can't verify the age that's mm-hmm. why they have to whatever and Tex was like oh that actually makes sense and my only thing is it makes sense but also then why are you not um taking down the men the man's nipples because no one reports them <laughs> it's it's mostly based on reports there's only so much that like the ai really catches and then the rest of it's just reporting people okay and like the dumb thing is, is there's totally age gating that you can get for your instagram profile but like you can i lied about my age when i was of course kid. i my oldest brother was born in 89 and from the time that i realized that i needed to be 18 to sign into most of these websites i.e newgrounds uh <laughs> i played a lot of uh stickman rpg <laughs> i fucking love that game but i had to be 18 to play it because there was violence yeah and i'm pretty sure prostitutes and i'm pretty sure drugs but <laughs> you know yeah i don't do any of those things now well <laughs> <laughs> well it was coke in the game so like i don't do coke now whatever anyways sorry um <laughs> yeah i from the time that i needed to log in i realized that uh the year 89 at the time he was 18 and i was like dope so i just used my oldest brother's birthday for all my illicit activities (laughs) yep fair enough but yeah so there's that but like you can lie yeah uh anyway uh martial arts or cooking that's so hard that's so hard (laughs) i want i want to know how to properly fight a motherfucker so bad like i feel like you can kind of learn how to cook well on your own and like using yeah like and like i I do pretty good now and like i know some people with like culinary shit eric yelling at my fucking knives uh so like i could probably learn from them and like i feel like i'd honestly be really stressed out learning cooking professionally because i'm usually pretty like lax in the kitchen not like super lax but like i I just work through my own rhythm in the kitchen yeah they ain't about that no so now that i'm talking about it for sure karate yeah because i couldn't learn that from a friend and i would love to be able to like people already underestimate me Sweet Lord, if I came out of there swinging, but like with technique, (laughs) (laughs) with technique, technique. (laughs) that's what Chance and I are actually talking about taking kickboxing lessons. Mm -hmm. He he mentioned something about wanting to go to the gym and I was like, oh, like kickboxing lessons. And he's like, dude, I'd love to do kickboxing. And I freaked. And I was like, I have been wanting to do kickboxing lessons for so long. And you were like, they're more expensive than the gym. And I was like, I don't want to go to the gym, though. I don't want to just lift weights. It feels useless. I want to learn something. Yeah. Teach me how to punch. (laughs) Teach me how to punch. Teach me how to punch. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. So, yeah, we might be doing that soon. Cool. But I would, yeah, now that I'm talking about it, definitely take karate. Yeah. Literally, when you thought about it, I was like, really? You're thinking I, I about it? I just really like cooking. No, I know. But I feel like you have enough skill on your own to, like, learn yeah. more from yourself or, like, informal learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to do classes. 
karate. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So that was fun. Mm. Uh, now let's move on to the Zodiac stuff. Um, oh, so one thing I didn't mention to you before. So one thing that we were planning on talking about this episode was our birthstone, mm. um, which was aquamarine. I found out we have a second bloodstone. A birthstone. Most months do. Which is bloodstone. <laughs> Yo, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Actually? Yeah. That's way doper than aquamarine. Yeah, but what? it's just not as pretty, but it's really cool. What? Oh, here, I'll show you. I was going to say, I got to look this shit up now. Because don't get me wrong. I love a good aquamarine, but it is very easily confused with. Ooh, I actually, the last picture they showed. Okay, hold on. I'm getting pissed because the picture they showed in the article was like, okay, there's not really anything special. But the picture I just seen now is really good. Hold on, hold on. So the one they showed in that article was this. Oh, it was just like a. kind of lame. It's like spotty. The one that I just saw was this which is gorgeous bro that's not a bloodstone that's like ocean madness what yeah it's like a quartz like stone with yeah like she said ocean and like no it's really pretty um but i had never known that we had bloodstone yeah until today. i'm i'm kind of pissed off because i've always loved aquamarine it's a super pretty stone it's like that really bright like clear blue um but it is I had to look it up super often confused with zircon or whatever. Yeah. December's birthstone. Right. They're super, super similar. They're just a similar shade of blue. And the September sapphire. And I'm like, there's three blue birthstones. That's yeah. lame. I don't I ain't about yeah. that. Lame. That looks cool as fuck. Yeah. I what also, the hell? I like aquamarine, but I also feel lied to because I found out today that it's not only that pale color. You can get it in the darker colors. Mm-hmm. It's just way more expensive and rare. Yep. Uh, but the darker color is more like my favorite color. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like sapphires, <laughs> like dark blue sapphires. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. My dad's birthday is in September. Ooh. And like, yeah. My dad's. He's got some pretty sapphires. My dad's actually Ann Connors is uh, in October and their birthstone's pink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually awesome. Also, I heard bloodstone and I assumed it looked like a garnet or something. And I was like, well, that can just be mixed up with other fucking birthstones. Yeah, but no. that looks way dope. I know. It's really cool. Damn. Um, But I just couldn't find enough about it to actually like talk about it. That's mm-hmm. as much as I know. And like yeah. they say some it, like back way um when this started, I think it started in Greece. Uh, They thought aquamarine held like healing properties and stuff. But okay. like that's pretty much it. That's yeah. all that I know. Um. So now the first thing, so I have a brief description of both of our zodiacs. Um, so Megan's an Aries. Yeah, buddy. Um, Ram. Fuck it, day up. So that's from uh, March 21st to April 20th. Um, yeah, the Ram, you already said that. Uh, your ruler planet is Mars mm-hmm. and your element is fire. Yeah, I knew those. Yeah. Which I've always found kind of funny. Um, so the Aries Zodiac sign is the first sign of the Zodiac. Um, so the Aries people are willful, feisty, self-centered, courageous, bold, foolhardy, independent, and straightforward. <laughs> uh, career suited for Aries people includes any work in the supervisory or leader position. They need to be in control and therefore will not shy from taking the lead. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, they tend to be a bit aggressive in love and very intent. They are extremely faithful with their partner if they are happy in a relationship. Yeah. 
Uh, negative traits, they are cold-hearted, reckless, and ruthless. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to talk about the compatible signs because I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I don't... There's, like, a level, definitely... A level. With which, like, you're going to butt heads... <laughs> I'm <gonna laughs> uh, with, like, certain signs just because, but, like, you can date who you want. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's one thing to say compatible. I guess I shouldn't say bullshit, because it's like, yeah, obviously there's personality traits that yeah. go with each other. But, like, yeah, just to say that I can't date anyone who's not a Scorpio, like, what the fuck? I was going to say, if I don't... If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure most Zodiac things say that Aries and Capricorn, which is what chances, are, like, not compatible at all. And I'm just like, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> suck it. Love it. Um, Okay, so that's yours. Oh, and also, I am March 28th, so I'm, like, a week into that. Yeah. So I'm, like, pretty into the Aries. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Pisces is mine. I'm Feb 20th to March 20th. Uh, I'm the fish. My ruler planet is Neptune, and my element is water. Um, so I'm actually the last sign of the Zodiac, which I think is cool. Yeah. You're the first, and I'm the last. And I'm like, I never, I never knew that, because it's not in, like... It's not in the right order. Yeah, but yeah. it's pretty cool to be fair i literally always knew that aries was the first sign well i always knew it was the last because it always came up in the last list but it just kind of clicked this morning that it was like actually the last one in the calendar yeah Yeah. um so pisces are dreamy erratic creative romantic compassionate elusive imaginative sensitive and kind i can see that it's a lot of fucking adjectives yeah uh for the career they follow no routine and take a lot of time to think they are original in their ideas and are good in areas related to poetry and art Mm. i was gonna say it's really interesting for you to read this because like you are on the cusp and there's some that i'm like yeah totally some that i'm like i feel like the aries suits you more there yeah that's weird i know uh they are deeply and strongly devoted to their partners and will put their partner's needs before their own Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) uh negative traits these people are too sensitive true they may have a low (laughs) (laughs) self-esteem they may have a low self-esteem uh they may be greedy and escapist by nature i don't know if i agree with escapist i can sometimes be greedy i hate sharing my food (laughs) (laughs) i fucking hate it oh my god (laughs) i fucking hate it (laughs) don't touch my food yeah um so now i'm just curious so my compatible signs are cancer and scorpio which I've actually never heard that one before. Yours are what the fuck? Where are you? You're at the very at top. The top. Of the <laughs> so annoying. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, your compatible ones are Leo and Sagittarius. My mom's a Leo, so that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Leo and Sagittarius? Yeah. Okay. My mom is a Taurus, so. Uh, yeah, we're never compatible in these lists either. Mm-mm. Um, okay, so it's just a little description of what we each are. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about because, like Megan said, I'm on the cusp. So mm-hmm. with a cusp, there's a little overlap between each sign. Uh, so my birthday is literally March 20th. I'm at the very end. I found out today that, that the cusp is actually five days. So for uh, Pisces Aries, it's the March 17th to the 23rd. Um, so Megan's past the cusp. She's full Aries. Hey. I'm in the cusp. I'm a little bit of both. Um, and I found this article, which was kind of cool because it just kind of goes over like the best and worst qualities. And yeah, when I read descriptions about Pisces, it's usually like half there, half not. I usually mm-hmm. read both Aries and Pisces and figure, yeah, I can kind of take a little from both. 
I've always kind of like wondered if I was affected by the other ones because I'm only a week in and like they're they're months long span. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'm like close enough to whatever. But the closest one is Pisces and I am not a Pisces. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am full Aries. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so um, this says, so what you probably wouldn't guess at least at first is that this combination, just like with hybrids in nature, can produce something bigger and better than those two separate signs on their own. Bam, bam. Um, so one key idea you need to understand regarding the Pisces Aries cusp and all cup signs in general is that they're not mere combinations of their parent signs. They're something more, um, which is kind of cool. So basically the winning combination, which I've always felt like this. So it's emotion and boldness. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I have the really emotional side of the Pisces, but also the boldness of the Aries side where I'm not like meek and like, I mean, I might've been when I was younger, but like Mm -hmm. now that I'm growing into my own, I'm not like shy and super oversensitive yeah and like there's stuff that like i'd probably push more to do because of like you're more emotional and passionate i'm like aggressive and passionate yeah i'm just like fucking (laughs) yeah let me do it and you're like well let me do it but let me consider the other options yeah legit and i'm just like no (laughs) go 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 forward only (laughs) yep uh, so literally, so imagine somebody who is emotionally deep, um, somebody who navigates the world based on the emotional signals people are sending and interacts with those people on an emotional level. So this is something that I realized because I'm very intuitive. So mm-hmm. it's like, it even says like at some point in their lives, a cusp person will most likely become a teacher, which I can totally see myself like teaching mm-hmm. at a college or something. Yeah. Um, because we can read people's like feelings and mm-hmm. we can understand when they're struggling and what they need and stuff. Which I it makes total sense. Um, pair that type of personality with boldness and brashness fire in the belly. Hey. <laughs> uh, it can be a winning combination because, let's face it, salesmanship, executive leadership, it's all about reading people. Um, so, hold on. Pisces provides the emotional depth. Put this together and it can be a very powerful combination. Um, and I just wanted to do the losing combination was insecurity and emotional instability. Hey! <laughs> what up? <laughs> Uh, Pisces often ends up in emotional analysis paralysis. Be- oh. Because they tend to overanalyze things. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Which I've gotten a lot better at. Yeah. I actually feel like Connor's a lot worse at that, which is funny because he's a Libra, which I don't think Libras are known for. Um, Scale of just. Oh, that's what Brandon is too. Really? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. They're so different. What the fuck? <laughs> um, also, just the fact that my brother's sign is the scales of justice makes me lol endlessly. True. Like, true. <laughs> um, basically, the main point about the Pisces Aries cusp is that it depends on the choices that you make as a person and the situations you put yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say it's all about riding that chain reaction, which I think is silly. Um, <laughs> which I think is silly. Yeah. Uh, basically, there are external signs that the world is sending us all the time. Um, it's just the real world sending us signals, and we collect those through our five senses. Um, blah, blah, blah. Basically, because Pisces are more emotional usually, usually like if someone, um, it says here, if someone calls you a pig, <laughs> it might make you sad or mad or whatever. And a Pisces would just kind of hold on to those feelings and like not say anything. But mm-hmm. a Pisces cusp uh, with the Aries will like feel those feelings but also usually brush it off get even kind mm-hmm. of thing right which yeah totally <laughs> like um 
And then it says the best romantic matches for Pisces Aries cusp, which I wasn't even going to read because, like I said, usually yeah. I don't believe in these, but Libra's on here. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll listen. <laughs> well, it's true now because I believe it. <laughs> right? Um, so what it says about me and Libra's is because we carry a high amount of energy with the fire energy from Aries provides. Um, it basically results in just a very loyal, honest, open relationship. Oh. Not open, like no, <laughs> <laughs> like honest. <laughs> how interesting! How colloquialisms can change the meaning of a sentence so fast. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> uh, it also says that they might fight ferocious battles as well, so it's important to talk and sort things out. I can see that, but like we don't really like. I don't know. You don't because you talk it out. Yeah, I feel. I fear for the day that you and Connor get in like a legitimate argument. Me too. Especially because I'm going to have to, like, get in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. No, I especially good. fear if Connor's right. Uh, oh, God. Because that's just, gosh. That's going to be rough. Yeah. Please don't be right, Connor. <laughs> like, I usually am, so it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, um, okay, cool. So then I found this last thing about the signs that I'm going to say. Yeah. So friendship compatibility for Pisces and Aries. Hey. Hello. Um, okay. So it's advantageous to both of us. So Aries are strong-willed who act according to their own impulses and they worry about consequences later. Just what you already said. <laughs> Sometimes. I feel like while I'm doing it, like in my head, I'm like, bitch, these are all the things that can go wrong. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it anyway, though. But that's the thing. You you are aware of them, but you worry about it later. Yeah. You're like, and then afterwards, I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pisces are calm and quiet and live in their own dream world. They say that a lot about Pisces. And it's like, I can daydream with the best of them, but I also live in the real world. <laughs> I can daydream with the best of them. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not 100% on that. Yeah. But um basically it says aries pisces alliance is a it is an improbable one but in reality they form a close well-balanced friendship oh yeah uh so aries are born leaders uh so they assume the role of protecting the calmer gentle pisces i try (laughs) (laughs) uh pisces understand the troubles of aries and provide them with comfort and relaxation from their frenzied lives yep I try. A hundred percent. I thought this was funny. You're ruled by Mars while I'm ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. I thought it was only Neptune. I was going to say, I thought it was Neptune. Jupiter and Neptune. Well, fuck. Um, so the influence of Mars keeps Aries strong and active and Jupiter's influence adds intensity to our friendship. Ooh. Uh, Neptune is the planet of ideas, fantasies, and illusions, and also of disillusions. <laughs> Aries could help Pisces realize their dreams. Pisces could provide a recess where Aries could play, could display the softer side of their character. I like it. Me too. That seems legit. Yeah. I also love this. Aries is a fire sign and Pisces is a water sign. These two elements are difficult to combine. <laughs> Uh, how they manage to be combined is using physical impetus and emotional energy to form a terrific blend, as in the case of Aries and Pisces. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we do exactly the opposite to each other. Yeah. Which I actually realized more once we started this podcast as we're like answering questions. Mm-hmm. We usually answer them completely differently. There was like a solid. Sorry, Connor. Just who? Someone's with him. Oh. With the truck, I think. I saw a shadow and thought he waved. That's why I just kind of No, he just walked by. They're looking at the truck. Yeah. um, Someone is coming by to buy something. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, They rolled up and like all I saw was the top of a red truck. And I was like, what? (laughs) I'm so confused. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
but yeah, I, for like the longest time, I was like, we are so similar in everything that we do. And that's why we're such great friends and blah, blah, blah. And then we started the podcast and I was like, we're pretty different actually, but we still agree on a lot of stuff. And yeah. like, I don't know. It's weird. I find that like, yeah, we are really different, but also I feel like our core like values mm-hmm. and like those kinds of things are the same. Just how we react mm-hmm. and act is different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. Um Pisces convince Aries to slow down a bit and be a little more passive in life, <laughs> while Aries convince Pisces to become more active and take chances that can make life more exciting. Um, so at times, the fish softens the ram too much, and with its water, could dampen the ram's fiery temper more than is desirable. <laughs> Ooh, that's a weird fucking sentence. <laughs> right? And the ram with its fire could vaporize the water completely, leaving behind a fish out of water. What the fuck are these metaphors? <laughs> Both signs must control the influence of their respective characters and the other person and maintain a balance, which I think we do. Morgan, do I make you dry? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) Uh, Jesus. Goddamn. One more thing. Um, The best aspect of an Aries-Pisces friendship is how much each could learn from the other. Aries could show Pisces how to turn dreams into reality rather than keep them as dreams. Well, Pisces could show Aries how to be considerate and how to take in failures and disappointments calmly. Yeah. Yep. All right. I feel that. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I got. Wow, that's super weird. I know. Hmm. I think it's pretty much just we balance each other out. Yeah. That's really what it is. And that we can overbalance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's fine. We've had like, what, seven, eight years to figure that out? Seven years? Are we at seven years yet? I mean, me and Connor have been dating for eight years this past February. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we almost on a decade? Because we started hanging out before you guys started dating. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> time alarm you and garrett a couple times had time alarm moments and no one sounded the alarm i was like wow i feel like i i had to kibosh the time alarm because i knew we'd be talking about like his past and stuff and i was like if if we if i time alarm that episode it's gonna be like a 20 minute episode that's true yeah well that's fun yeah Mm. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Are you ever that person, because I know I am, who's like, who on the one hand, just like, oh my god, fucking Zodiac signs, whatever. And then on the other hand, it's like, when it says what I want it to you say. You read it, you're like, bitch. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I'm going to find a thousand dollars this week. Hell yeah. And then it's like, this is going to be the worst week of your life. It's like, prove it. Prove it. And then at the end of the week, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yep. I had a Zodiac app for the longest time that oh like my god. told me. Like, it was weird because it also told me, like, the best times of the month to get my hair cut and stuff. And I was like, what? To get your hair cut? Yeah. I would get a notification. It'd be like, today's a good haircut day. And I'm like, good thing I planned on getting a fucking hair. Like, what? (laughs) What? But yeah, I had to delete it because it it would send me a thing every morning and I'd read it and be like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. It's like, today's not a good day for business. And I'm like, I work in an office. (laughs) Like, what am I supposed to do about that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Daily horoscopes are a little... um, much yeah i, I like, feel like like we just were kind of reading i like the whole gener- general general yeah. kind of how we are but yeah a daily weekly thing it is so much so much so so much yeah um i also feel like i used to like not believe in it less but like as i've kind of gotten older and maybe a little crazier 
I just believe more in the intuitive side of the world, I guess. Yeah. I also believe, too, it's like, if you believe it'll happen, it is more likely to happen. Oh, man. Manifesting things is 100% a thing. I, I'm yeah. convinced that we're all actually wizards, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, a little bit. I keep saying in this whole coronavirus thing, I'm like, nothing's proved I'm immortal. Or nothing's proved I'm not immortal yet. Yeah. And Chance is like, I'm really scared about that attitude, babe. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not saying that like if I get my head chopped off, I'm going to live or anything. I'm just saying nothing's killed me yet. And I'm not... <laughs> I don't take care of myself or anything. I had swine flu when I lived. Like, I'm I'm just saying. True. Nothing's killed me yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. And also, like, yeah, we, like, are constantly manifesting things in this world. Uh, there's this saying that I have now with Eric and Gara, which is cosmic serendipities, because shit just happens and it makes no sense, but they, like, link together, like, all this shit with going to see Frozen 2 and all, like, the Mavs connections. I was like, this is literally a movie about Mavs. Cool. Yeah. dope de dope 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 And then, like, <laughs> um, one of the big ones that bothers me for some reason is, like, and I hate that this is a thing, but when things happen in D&D, &D, again, this is just another D&D &D reference, and then it also happens in real life to me because I, so Mavs had a dream. She found a... Uh, a pink quartz in her dream and when she picked it up it like drained the color into her hand and it turned into like a clear quartz mm. so that was a whole thing when I got my tarot card set I was talking to Sebastian at work and he was like oh like you usually get like crystals or whatever like a pendulum to like cleanse them or whatever and he's like I have like a little one at home that I don't really use that like it's teeny tiny and it's too small for me like you can have it if you want and I was like oh that's like super nice and it's pink quartz and I was like oh oh wow okay and then he's like, so normally you pick either like sun energy or moon energy to like energize your cards and your spirit or whatever. And he was like, so like, which would you identify with more? And I was like, probably moon energy. Like I'm not a sunny person. <laughs> more about that creepy moon vibe stuff. Um, so I told him that. And then in the game, um, a lot of Mav's story and like her mom's story is based off the moon princess from avatar which i recently found out like oh around that time so a lot of it has to do with the moon and someone on youtube wrote this song about like it's basically about the moon princess and he gave it to me and was like this is a song your mom used to sing to you as a kid and then uh, sebastian came back with this and it's a little vial of pure water that he collected in a rainstorm, like during a thunderstorm. So not only is it like moon charged water, but it's also like thunderstorm water. And we have a bunch of people in our D&D group that like pray to the tempest and stuff. Wow. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. And I mean, it just happens in real life all the time too, but. Yeah, no, but that's. Those are more specific things that I can pick out and be like, fuck. Yeah. I forget who I was talking. Oh, it was someone uh, from work. We were talking about how things happen like that all the time and people just kind of overlook it. Like mm -hmm. this is kind of a weird example, but, um, they're all weird. No, but like <laughs> it's, it's very weird. Oh. So, um, my grandma, uh, she passed away earlier this year. Well, last year, 2019 time alarm. Uh, um, <laughs> and her birthday was February 15th. So wow. A month ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm. Cool. Cosmic serendipity. Seriously. Right there. I'm, I'm just saying. Also, now that I've said the term to you every single time that it happens, you're going to be like, cosmic serendipity. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yep. 
Anyway, so yeah, her birthday was the 15th. All that week I was having like weird dreams about her and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had this one dream that uh, we were at her house celebrating her birthday and we had to like make dinner for her because it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. And we made her her favorite meal. It was roast beef and uh, potatoes. And she said it was disgusting and she wouldn't eat it. <gasps> wow. And yeah, and she Grandma. kept, we made like literally 10 meals for her before she was finally like, I think she finally ended up settling on like a frozen dinner or something. What? And we were like, she was like, oh, this is perfect. And we were like, okay, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird um and i mentioned it to my mom because i saw her like right after my grandma's birthday and she yeah. was like that's kind of weird because that's how grandma was like my grandma used to babysit us all the time and my mom would bring her dinner and she'd be like oh lisa i don't want that like you have to go out and get me something else and she'd sometimes go out like five or six times before she would actually settle on something huh and my mom was like usually i'd bring her like what i knew she liked and sometimes she was just like no that's disgusting i want something else and i was like that's so freaking weird that's so weird and i didn't know that before i had that dream like and it's like what does that even mean uh humans are just as a species weirdly intuitive yeah again i'm not fully convinced that we're not all wizards now that (laughs) i've started like actually really like thinking on all of this i'm like maybe not like magic but like there's there's something that i don't know i want to say that science can't really explain but honestly science probably could explain it if we possibly if we bothered but the explanation would be i don't know we're probably aliens (laughs) like true mm -hmm. we are lizard people yes (laughs) (laughs) Yes. my people (laughs) hell yeah um but yeah so i think that's a pretty good lead into yeah i think so cool cool um so not gonna lie i was a little tempted to ask you something about coronavirus but i think i'm gonna not i was gonna uh, that's the other thing too is so I've already gotten kind of particular about the cards and like, I don't remember what, oh, Jesse asked me if I would do a reading for him at work and then a reading for him at home to see if like his answers change. And I was like, no, because first of all, I don't want to bring them to work because that's the mojo I don't want on my cards. Yeah. Second of all, I feel like that's purposefully deceptive of the cards to try and get trick them different responses. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just want to see like if the, the work me is the real me. And I was like, okay, then just ask the cards that like, don't true doing in different places trying to get a different answer feels feels weird yeah yeah i don't know if i would if i would read on that to be honest coronavirus no no (laughs) it was mostly just like can the cards tell us what's gonna happen but like i don't i don't even really want to ask the cards that no because uh then you're going to interpret what the cards give you as to what you want them to be basically yeah uh so my question is wait uh shuffle the cards and think of your question no 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 oh, oh, oh. it's not like my actual question oh i have gotcha. a question about my question okay okay <laughs> um how specific does it need to be do you need to know what kind of answer um it's I want it's or... more so for what the cards show so for like the the third eye insight that you're doing it flips three cards one is the essence or focus of the situation and then you get something that brings clarity and something that brings balance. Okay. So mainly you would just have to ask me a question that I can then interpret those off of. Okay. <clears throat> Whereas like something like the flower one is like uh, the seed of the venture, what helped early growth. And then it's like who or what brings support? What's an inciting action for like the future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas the third eye is more just like insight on something going on now. Okay. Okay. This so is going to said- be a decently edited chunk of the podcast. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you said shuffle and think of my question? Mm-hmm. And just stop whenever it feels right. 
These are a little awkward to shuffle. Yeah, I shuffle them tall side up, but they are for sure awkward to shuffle. It's kind of awful. I like looked up a bunch of things and it was like, how to shuffle my tarot cards? And it was like, shuffle them. And I was like, okay, but oh they're so long. They're not regular fucking <laughs> card shape. Like, no. What? I almost want to do like half at a time. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can shuffle it however you want. I've gotten used to it now because I've shuffled the dang thing so many times. Yeah, I'm just like, that whole deck was too much. They're tall and then they fall over and it's a whole thing. Yeah, a little slippery. Yeah. Also, um, <laughs> so while we're doing this, I'm just going to talk. Mm -hmm. um, I got myself another crystal. It's super dope. It's literally just like, uh, it's not like a full rectangle. It's like a parallelogram. Mm -hmm. The ones that have like that slight slant to it. Um, and because I've just decided to be moon energy based, uh, you're supposed to like cleanse your crystals and stuff before you use them. So I was like, I kind of want to take like a moonlight hike on like a full moon and whatever and do that. And then we found these other things that are like crack your own geodes online. And now we kind of really want to. Oh, <clears throat> I'm just going to do this before I do that. Uh, so I was talking to people about it. And someone said that they'd only like done a couple readings on themselves. And I was like, oh, I actually like now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't done any readings on myself. I don't really feel a need to. Like, I feel I just want to read for other people. And they were like, oh, that's totally a thing. That's an empathic reader. Mm. I don't feel the need to incite myself. I just feel the need to help and guide other people as I go, which is hilarious because uh, I want to get a new tarot card box that they don't shuffle around in because I feel like that's weird. <laughs> um, and I want to like get anyone that like I've done a reading for or whatever to like sign the bottom of the box. So like it's their energy in the box. Oh. I don't know. Uh, and when I do this moonlight hike thing, I was like, I kind of want to bring like all my friends with me and like do a cool moonlight hike and like charge the crystal with like all of our energy. They were like, no, that's totally a thing. You're like 100% an empathic reader. And I was like, oh. It's actually kind of cute. And it's nice that you just kind of felt that before even yeah, knowing about it. Before even knowing it was a thing, which is part of what's been freaking me out about all this is I'm like, okay, I'm just going off like what I kind of feel. Maybe this is right. I don't know. And then I talk to someone about it later and they're like, yeah, I know that's totally a thing. And I'm like, nice. Cool. I am just doing the thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so now I am going to need you to knock on the cards while I hold them and tell me what your question is. Okay. Uh. So knock and then tell? Yeah, either whatever feels better. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, what can I do to improve my overall health? Okay. Uh, so I will lay out the cards. Yeah, she's just making the formation. Is that the right word? Yeah, the layout. Fine. Yeah, the layout for the, for the cards. I chose the third eye. Mm -hmm. um, there's a few other ones, but this one I thought was... The best for what I'm asking? Sure. The way I normally do this, because I haven't gotten to know all the cards yet and stuff, so each card individually has its meaning, but each suit also represents an element, which can change how the thing happens, and then each number or person also represents a different thing. So the card represents its own thing, and then individually there's a bunch of other things that change it. So I've been flipping the cards reading just the card definition and then I go back through and look at everything together okay. and then tell you about it. So, um, the essence or focus of your situation in improving your health 
uh, is the Ten of Coins. <laughs> too far, too far. Can't wait for the day that I memorize all this. <laughs> so the Ten of Coins uh, can represent wealth, security, prosperity, gain, height of success, family matters, archives, generations, a family home, lodging, domestic economics, savings, pensions, sustainable loss, and gambling. So that's pretty monetarily driven, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, what brings clarity to the situation is the Knight of Wands. So the Knight of Wands represents on the move, travel, flight, or departure, uh, disruption, an alteration in plans, Home modifications, new address, moving abroad, absence away from home, and a stranger's arrival upsetting the status quo. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what brings balance to the situation is the tower. It doesn't really look like a balanced card. Yeah, you know, the tower is one of the cards that I've actually kind of <laughs> remembered the meaning for. It's come up a lot, which is kind of weird. Uh, so the tower is the house of God, uh, disruption, expulsion from an earthly paradise, divine wrath, punishment of pride, losses, rivalry that destroys, plans ruined, and a need to start again. Hmm. So that's fun. Now, I'm going to just go through all that. And you can have my scribble sheet after if you'd like. <laughs> okay. I have like... <laughs> A few. <laughs> I saved up a bunch of them because everyone's like, no, nah, it's fine. I'll ask you if I want to, like, remember what it is. And I was like, don't fucking ask me. <laughs> you either take the scribble sheet with you or you take what your brain takes from that. And that's that's it. At least I have it recorded if I refuse the sheet. That's true. You can always go back to this. Maybe we should just I should just start recording them. Oh, my gosh. So they can hear me talk about their life more. Uh, so should I leave my thoughts until the end? Uh, you can. It so from here basically, uh, I'm gonna go through and like pull things that jump out at me about the different things because obviously there's like a lot of words that represent each thing, and yeah. also depending on the element and whatever. Like so, the people represent like actual people, depending right. on whether it's a knight or a knave or a queen or whatever. Okay. So yeah, you you might want to wait. Okay. Uh, coins is earth, if I'm not wrong. Yes. Also, oh, of course. I the second I saw the pen, I was like, "Oh, the little charm on it's so cute!" And then I started writing, and I was like, "This is the most obnoxious thing I've ever experienced." <laughs> but I feel like that fits me, so it's fine. Uh... <laughs> you just hear the clacking of the charm. Uh huh. It's amazing. Can you check what uh, Connor's element is? I'm curious. Of, for Libra? Oh, for Libra? Yeah. I was like, how do I figure out what Connor's element is? <laughs> no, no, no. Air. Interesting. If the elements are the same, which I assume it's kind of the same all through all the spiritual nonsense, uh, air is represented by worry, illness, trouble and strife, the power of words, truth, fairness, objectivity, and boundaries. Yeah. Sounds like Connor. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Damn. Uh, in case you're wondering, 
fire is uh, a spontaneity, fast action, passion, power, adrenaline, life force, creative fuel and urges, inspired works, and strokes of genius. Water is love, friendship, family, heartfelt involvements, imagination, intuition, spirituality, and a desire for fulfillment. Wow. Uh-huh. That's I what I'm saying. Feel attacked. <laughs> Do, does your intuition feel like <laughs> it's been activated? A little bit. <laughs> I don't know what to take from those noises. I got yelled at a couple times for doing that while I was running. I just feel like, hmm, weird. Hmm. And they're like, can you not? Yeah. Can, can, you, can just... you just can you just keep those noises to yourself for a minute? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay. It's weird how much it changes from just flipping the cards to actually going through and seeing everything. I also find it very, very interesting that you've got... Um, so there's uh, suits in it. There's the major and the minor arcana. The major arcana is all like the ones like that where you'll see like... It's like the hanging man and death and like all the actual big cards that have like a full meaning behind it. Okay. And then these are like the... You could technically do these with like a playing card set. Oh. Because it's based off that kind of... Um, but you still, so you got a number from the minor arcana, uh, a court person from the minor arcana, and then you got a major arcana card, which is kind of interesting. Wow. That is yeah. really interesting. It's like a weird mix that you got one of each. Um, so the question overall was just how can you improve your health overall? I found it really interesting kind of the way this went because it was left open-ended as to whether it was like your physical health, your mental health, your yeah, financial I, health. I kind of did that on purpose. Kind of dig it. Yeah. Um. So the essence or focus of your question, basically. Um, so coins is represented by Earth, which is uh, slow and considerate activity, paid work and profit. So basically a lot of effort put in and the reward thereafter. Um, Ten the number is represented by completion and ultimate goals and rewards. And then the card in general is the height of success, a family home and a wealth in or of security. So you either have a wealth of security or wealth in your security. Um, I would definitely take that as you guys put a lot of work towards actually moving and getting your own place and are now reaping the benefits of that. However, there's a flip side on that usually. Mm -hmm. uh, so what brings clarity to the situation is the Knight of Wands. So knights represent young men under 35 who are dynamic and romantic and create movement and change with the people that they meet. So some of them have descriptions. I, I want to say kings are usually like blondes and stuff. This one doesn't have a description. So it could really be any person in your life. Um wands represent fire which is spontaneous fast action um i kind of feel like a lot of your prep work towards the house was very slow and considerate and then actually getting the house and moving in was very kind of fast and sudden mm -hmm. uh but i feel like it's brought you a lot of clarity to your health because now you've been able to kind of pull back and separate yourself from all the other noise in your life and you have just kind of like a quiet space for yourself to sit down and be like okay well now I need to start this out. Yeah. Um, the card in general, again, represents being on the move, uh, disruption and home modifications and a new address, which just kind of points towards that as well. Mm -hmm. um, something that brings balance to the situation is 
the tower card, which specifically represents expulsion from an earthly plane, uh, disruption and punishment of pride and a need to start again. I feel like that could be taken as because I know when you guys moved, there was a lot of elation and stuff with that. But you've also experienced a lot of weird downfalls I feel like you didn't expect. So that was kind of a punishment of pride and like, we can move out and be fine and it's whatever. And that's kind of come back to bite you in the ass a little bit. And you're realizing that as much as you're starting with all this, you're starting over again. And I feel like that's kind of hard to accept but important to your overall health <laughs> yeah overall which like it didn't really touch on one specific subject which I kind of like yeah I actually there was a lot of things you were saying that I was even just you know taking in other aspects of mm -hmm. my life and it all like kind of makes sense yeah so half of it is my interpretation not knowing obviously there's like external circumstances I'm probably unaware of the other half is then what you take away from my interpretation and mm -hmm. decide to implement towards your life yeah so yeah should I talk about that or yeah you can if you want to um well I mostly basically like I've been going to the gym and stuff and I've been like feeling like I haven't really seen any improvement I mean it's only been like a month but mm -hmm. there's that um, but basically every time I've tried to do this, it's like, I always give up. Mm -hmm. There's always one point where it's like, no, I'm just not going to do this and I don't care and whatever. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it, like, especially the tower was like knowing that I have to start over and like really, and like with the 10 coins really like slowly get there and then it, I will reap the rewards of that. Yeah. The, uh, the tower isn't represented by a specific element. So I feel like that's kind of left open to how you want to do it. But yeah, with the 10 of coins being very slow and considerate. And that was kind of where you were successful with that. And mm. then it got a little fast around your curve there. Yeah. But yeah. That's really cool. Fun, ain't it? I was really scared of the tower. Not going to lie. Um, I kind of get freaked out when I flip the tower up, as you can now guess from me just reading the description of the card. Upon first reading the card, it's a pretty intense fucking card. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was like, should I leave my thoughts till after? Cause, mm -hmm. uh... Yeah, I'd prefer <laughs> if you did because it, it lets, me, <laughs> lets me look at it and uh, interpret what I think it is. Yeah. Um, some funny little things that have happened. So before I did Garrett's first and I was looking into like how to like start with the deck and whatever. And it was like go through the deck one by one, touch the card and like tell it what it means basically like from the thing. And I was like, okay. And as I was going through, I don't remember what card it was, but I literally got to a card and I thought of Garrett when I read the description and I was like, oh, okay, nope, I shouldn't do that. I, I feel like I'm imbuing people into the cards now. And then we did the reading and it was literally the first card that he flipped up was the card that I thought of when I touched it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> wow, that's freaky. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then the other one was, oh, uh, I did one for Will and it was right before D&D. &D, and the first card that we flipped up was the Ten of Wands, which was just weird to me because he's a wizard. True. And I was like, oh, wands, weird. Hmm. I, I don't remember what exactly the meaning of the card is too, but it's also, I it was very relevant to both Tiberius and Will. And I was like, weird. Very weird. I don't like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. It's weird. It's kind of cool to see how other people interpret it too. Like when I'm talking and they're like, oh man, yep, I totally get that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I like it. 
I also wonder, like, it's really cool having you read it because obviously you know things about me, but mm-hmm. I also wonder how it would be if, like, a stranger. Uh, it's been really weird. I've now had both Eric and Aaron do the, the love layout. So I was like, I feel like I either have some insight into this that I shouldn't or like I don't know enough about the situation and I don't want to say something that's going to make you go off and do something you wouldn't normally. But like all the readings, they were like, yep, no, like this, this follows, this checks out. And I was like, okay, like as long as I'm not ruining your life or anything, you know, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, it feels really kind of lame and weird to say, but I've now said it to Haley at least three times. So I feel a little less weird saying it. Uh, it literally feels like the cards are speaking through me to other people. It's really weird. That is really weird. It feels kind of nice. Yeah. It feels like I'm like giving other people my energy or something. And also just like, I honestly didn't think about it until after, but like in one day I did a reading for Garrett, Aaron, Eric, and Kyle. Wow. All in our living room. And like, I thought about it after and I was like, I get that like a lot of people view this as like a silly thing, but I know that they don't. Mm -hmm. And just like the level of trust you have to have with a friend to be like, yo, sit down and like, don't tell me my fortune, but like, no, read me, bitch. Like, tell me. And a lot of the stuff is like stuff people have considered, but either didn't want to fully kind of acknowledge or like they were like, oh, I was kind of thinking about that. I don't know. And then the cards just come up and they're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. But yeah, so that's fun. That's really cool. I'm just turning into a witch. It's fine. I mean, you're basically there already. There's things that I already enjoyed that I'm now just allowing myself to shamelessly enjoy. Yeah. I think there's like, that's the best part of, I don't know, being alive, I guess. Yeah. Like finding things you enjoy. There was one thing that I forget where it's from, but basically I heard it and it was just like, yeah, like life is too short to have shame. Yeah. Like why be ashamed of something if you enjoy it and it brings you and people around you joy. Yeah. And that's the big thing for me is like, as much as I enjoy it, I can tell that it actually kind of means something to the people around me and they may not enjoy it, but (laughs) they appreciate it, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting to do. For sure. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, The next episode... I am freaking out about this next episode. Have you gotten anything Quite prepared honestly, yet? Honestly, no. <laughs> I have a list and I'm I'm pretty sure you know about everything on the list, which is going to be a hassle. Yeah. We're going to have to act our asses through that. Luckily, yeah. you have like two weeks to think about it. Yeah, that's true. I just really need to start thinking about it. You pretty uh-huh. much started thinking about it right away. And I was just like, oh, we have time. <laughs> I didn't even really start to think about it. I mostly was just like, oh, I'm not going to come up with anything. And then I obviously can't mention what it was, but something randomly came up. And I was like, oh, yo, I forgot I did that that one time. And then I was like, all right, I need to start a list because I'm realizing <laughs> now that I just think of this random shit. And I'm like, remember that one time that I did that weird thing? Yeah. And then I'm like, does anyone know about that? Hmm. Yeah. I mentioned being arrested to Garrett when he was down and he was like, what? And I was like, I never told you that story. Because <laughs> like, yup. I actually don't think you've told the pod that before. I haven't told it on the pod. No, it's in our note for episode options. Yeah, I There's know. one that's literally just says Megan's criminal past. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll get into that after. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. I can't uh, give too many stories about my life now. We got to get through that game first. True. Oh, but <laughs> so anyway, so the game, <laughs> the game um, if you've ever watched, it's Jimmy Fallon, right? Yeah. 
it's, it's called uh, true confessions true confessions oh my fuck it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever are we gonna have like two envelopes with like a truth and a lie and then like have the other people choose or yeah so what i and i was gonna tell you like talk about it after yeah. the pod but my, whatever we'll do it now yeah so what i had suggested was because it's pretty much all we're gonna be doing for the episode mm-hmm. we can each do like two truths two lies so one Ooh. truth and a lie will go with one one truth and a lie will go with one so we'll each have two rounds okay um unless you think that's too much but that's kind of what i thought no i think that works but yeah one has to be a truth and a lie together and then we choose whatever one and yeah. you need to that yeah. way it's like more random as to whether or not it's the truth or the lie i think the hardest thing i'm gonna have coming up with is the lies yeah, to make them sound believable. Yeah, or especially like, once they start like asking, like the, the two of you coming at me with questions, I'm just like, Fuck. I know, <laughs> shit. Like I, I believe in my improv skills and my ability. Like it's gonna have to be based on reality of some kind. Yeah, and that's the only thing is, I'm like, if I can make a lie that's close enough to a truth, especially one that Morgan knows. Yeah, I can probably fool her unless she remembers the details of that thing but you also can't have it be like it's all true except for like i said it happened in oh no like it it needs to be like a total lie yeah the the original like statement would be a lie yeah and then i'd probably be like oh well you know this happened yeah and you'd be like wait a minute yeah (laughs) wasn't that Mm -hmm. but anyways the premise of the thing is a truth (laughs) and a lie uh they're in an envelope the other people pick and then uh basically we need to the person that has the truth or lie yeah. has to make the people believe whether it's true or not usually no matter what the truth or lie you have to make them believe it's true yeah you're trying to make them think it's true yeah and then they ask you <clears throat> questions um it's really funny if you haven't seen the segment just go on youtube and do jimmy fallon true confessions and just watch a bunch because i really amazing. hope we do it justice they're so funny i know they're amazing um but also we're having eric on the podcast <laughs> to be your third yes, yes. <laughs> we uh wanted because yeah that that game would be real the fuck lame with just me and morgan yeah like real fucking lame yeah it would just be like bitch i know you bitch like, no that didn't happen yeah fuck and i you. i really don't know much about eric's nope. actual life so nope. it's like he can really fuck us up you could throw fucking anything at it and i'd be like probably <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah and then the one thing that's like a lie it's like the most mundane thing ever literally he's like i stubbed my toe once and like secretly he's never stubbed his toe <laughs> yes uh but yeah so that'll be fun yeah so and that'll come out on april fools yes so which ugh. we thought was a good i kind of like doing themed episodes megan specifically <laughs> didn't want to do anything for april fools i just don't like april fools she doesn't like the vibes <laughs> I, okay <laughs> And this is one of those things that, like, I've never been, like, scared of Friday the 13th, but, like, something weird always goes on. The mojo that day is just not my vibe. Look at this Friday the 13th, okay? It was awful. (laughs) Awful. (laughs) And fucking, yeah, I, every April 1st, I don't work if I can avoid it because my birthday is March 28th, so I generally just book off at least from the 28th to the 1st, if not the whole week after my birthday, if I can swing it uh so yeah i generally don't work on april fools uh-uh. i don't really answer my phone i just you know about the vibes that day yeah they're not my jam and now i'm a witch and it all makes sense yep and like i <laughs> i wanted to do something like that and megan was very like adamant like i don't want pranks i don't want anything like mean or anything and i was like no it doesn't have to be pranks it could just be like trying to trick or whatever and then i thought about the true confessions thing and i was like oh we have to do this yeah and eric wanted to be on the pod and i was like i can't think of a more perfect time no. besides like a dnd episode but like we just did a dnd episode and also all we talk about is all i talk about in like our beginning chats is fucking dnd anyways which by the way i have stuff to tell you about yesterday okay <laughs> Uh, so yeah tune in next time friends yeah bye bye